hello, coming at you live from the babe capital of the world, the greatest city on the planet, Madison, Mississippi, aka, let me hear you say it, the bricks. <laughs> I'm the host. You all love the most Stanford Reed Parks. That scrap deer drop net spell backwards. I'm average Dick Stan. I'm Mr. Spectacular. And welcome to Son of a Pitch, my dudes and babes of the world. We have a great show for you today. So much to digest. Dogs take two or three from AM. Ethan Small says, hold my dick to the players. Rebs. Get their first series win in Baton Rouge since 1982. Baby Bianco flips. Daddy Bianco gets the last laugh. Game of Thrones was nuts. Jamie stands Lady Brian or Night Brian, whatever you want to say. The hottest babe on the show gets her head chopped off. So much to digest. Let's dive right into it. Let's go into our first segment of the day, which I have June is coming. And this is, I'm just proving my point here that all babes are crazy. All babes are absolutely nuts. Game of Thrones proves it. I had a personal thing happen that proves it. Let's go into it. So listen, I never knew that on Instagram you could have personal stories where only a certain amount of people could see. I didn't know you could do that to your stories. I This is all new to me. I'm not big on social media. I, I am big on social media, but I guess I my intelligence isn't that big on it. So I didn't know you could do that. Anyways, I have a long-time buddy, big-time buddy. He was on a date this weekend in Badmerge, and he has an ex-girlfriend... Has a ex-girlfriend, which she's a cool girl, really cool girl. I enjoy her company every time I get to speak to her. But she puts up a little personal Instagram story of him, her ex-boyfriend, and her on the day calling them trash, like, trash, trash, old men are trash, blah, blah, blah. What? Are you kidding me? What was the point of this? I have no clue what the point of this was. I, I mean, obviously it was just trying to get his attention. Obviously she was jealous. Obviously she wanted him to say something to her about it. Get his attention saying, hey, I'm still here. I want you to talk to me about this. But babes, this is not the way to do it. I promise you that. If I had a girl just sit there and call me trash on the Instagram story, look, I'm not going to be talking to you. I don't... Okay, time out. Back up. There might be something I'm missing. They might have been talking a, a little bit. But time, They might have been, but I don't think they were. And if you're just going to sit there and call them trash, that's not a way to get them back. So I don't get why babes do that. If that's a thing, I, I'm learning if this is a thing or not. Because this was my first experience with it. And I see my one of my good friends do it. Or one of my good friends called trash on a babe's Instagram story. One thing, what time out? I'm kind of insulted, very insulted that I was allowed to see this story. That I was allowed to see this story. You know, like 
wait, why am I allowed to see this? Or I had all my other friends weren't allowed. What? And sitting there, I was thinking, I was able to see this. Come on now. I mean, they found out about this story within, you know, the hours of the night. I mean, did she honestly think that he wasn't going to see this? Are you, babe, you can't, babe, y'all can't be that dumb. Obviously, they're going to find out about this and they're going to say something about it. So, hey, that's why June is coming. That's why all babes are crazy. And I'm just, that's what I've been telling you all year long. All babes are crazy. Let's keep her rolling, my dudes and babes. Let's keep her rolling on this fantastic episode. Let's go to our next segment, Westeros Weekend Recap. Let's see how I did on my picks this previous weekend. Let's digest what happened with the dogs and the revs. Let's dive right into it. I was 30-11-1 heading into the weekend on my SEC Weekend Picks. And let's start with Vandy. Vandy hosted or went to the Cox. I said they would take two or three. They end up sweeping them. So that's a win for me. Not all the way win, but we'll count it. Then we had Georgia at Florida. I said they would take two or three. They end up sweeping them. Florida all of a sudden is playing to get into the NCAA tournament. I thought I'd never say that. They are... On the bubble. Florida Gators are on the bubble now. I have a lot to play for. So we're 2-0 now. Let's go to Missouri. They were at Tennessee. I said Tennessee was going to take 2-3. It ended up being Missouri taking 2-3. So I missed that one. So I'm 2-1. Heading into Kentucky at the Hogs. No, the Hogs at Kentucky here. This was my upset pick. I had Kentucky taking two or three. Arkansas ended up taking two or three, so I missed this one. Missed this one. And then we go, we had T-Sun at LSU. T-Sun at LSU. Big series that was. Let's digest right into this one right now. LSU wins game one. LSU wins game one. It was Mike Bianco's, the head coach of Ole Miss. It was his birthday Friday night. He has a son that plays for LSU. He gets to pinch hit. He gets to pinch hit late in the game. And he gets a pitch he can handle. And he bat flips on his dad and sends a moonshot into the stands. And LSU wins this game, taking the Friday night game. The son bat flips on his dad. Are you freaking kidding me? Listen, if I was the dad of this son, I would have told him. I would have told him how to wear one to the chin after that. I would have told him how to wear a fastball up and in after that. You don't bat flip on me. You do not bat flip on me. But hey, oh my, <coughs> excuse me, hit the jewel too hard. But Ole Miss comes back hard when Saturday and Sunday. Sunday's game was absolutely bonkers. Ole Miss was up 15-9, bottom nine, two outs. Up 
with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. And then LSU goes single, 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 dinger, 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 boom, just like that. It's 15-15, go to extras. But, but on this, T-Sun so, shows some resiliency, doesn't panic, and still comes back to win. And I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. That showed a lot. You give up, you blow a six-run lead in the bottom of the ninth with two outs, and you still find a way to win the game. That shows a lot. That shows that the Revs are maybe a little more grown up than we think. Maybe they do have what it takes to win a postseason series and make a deep run into the month of June. Who knows? Who knows? But Daddy Bianco gets the last laugh by taking two or three from his son and LSU and getting the first series win in Baton Rouge for T-Sun since 1982. Shout out to the Rebs. There's dingers left and right during that game. I have no clue how many dingers were hitting that series, but I know there was a lot. It was awesome to watch. That Sunday game was awfully entertaining. Let's keep on recapping the weekend. We had I had Auburn taking two or three from Bama, which they did. And then the last series, I had the Dogs taking two or three from A&M, which I was spot on perfect yet again. Ethan Small on Friday night throws a no-hitter through seven innings. In the seventh inning, he strikes out a batter with two outs and a runner on first and third. And I'm telling you, he strikes him out, and he tells the whole A&M bench to hold his dick. He says, hey, Obey, hold my dick. I'm the best in the land. It kind of reminded me, it kind of reminded me of of Achilles off of Troy in that first opening battle season, uh, that first opening battle scene, my apologies, where, where Achilles comes out of nowhere, kills the guy they challenged, and he goes, does anybody else want me? That's basically what Ethan Small said. So that brings my record in SEC play to 34-14-1, which isn't that bad. Not bad. It's not that good. We're about to improve these last two weekends, taking my record over the top. So that's what's going to happen. Hum, babe. Let's keep her rolling, my dudes and babes. Let's roll into our next segment I have for y'all today. Let's go into Thrones Talk, which a wild episode is what happened. The best episode of the season finally took place. It's been a disappointing season. I know it's been a very disappointing season, but this past episode was great. I thought this past episode was good. I thought it was the best one yet of this past season. And let's digest into it. First off, Let's give a big shout out that the game of Never Have I Ever was put into the put into this past episode. We had we had Jamie, Tyrion, and Night Brienne and Podrick playing a nice game of Never Have I Ever. And what happens? Tyrion says, Yeah, never have I ever been a virgin, basically is what he said. And boom. Lady Brienne has to drink. She gets up and walks away. And, you know, this is, this is a move I use all the time. This is a move I use all the time. This is a move I use all the time on my buddy A-Rap. I say, yeah, I'm not a virgin. Then, boom, 
Arab has to drink. So, you know, it's just a common sense. Me and Tyrion are on the same page. We know how to get people to drink. And then, hey, Jamie uses the stand system on Lady Brienne. On Lady Brienne, the virgin. He stimulates interest by knighting her. He tastes physically by taking her V-card. And then he avoids relationship and navigates... I guess not to a new babe, but he never gets to an old babe and his sister. So shout out to my man, Jamie Lannister, using the stand system. That's big time. And then also, Night Brienne proves why all babes are crazy. Proves why you should never take a babe's V card. Because they get emotionally attached and they go nuts. He freaking takes her V card. And by the time he wants to leave, he bangs her once or twice. And she's all up on him, crying left and right. Typical babe stuff. And you thought it was just a thing of this century, but no, 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 no. It took place way back in the day. Babes were still crazy then, as they are now. And then, hey, let's digest the hottest babe on the show. The hottest babe on the show. The love of my life, Miss Sunday, passes away. She gets beheaded. And I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. I didn't because she was so hot. She was such a great character of the show. And honestly, I just want to know what y'all think of how many people Grey Worm will kill next episode. The over-under is at 1,348. And I'm taking the over because I think he's going to kill that many people. You don't kill Grey Worm's freaking you know, piece of meat and get away with it. Grey Worm is going to go ham next episode, and I can't wait to see that. It's going to be wild. But the biggest loser of the week, let's go to the biggest loser of the week, and that was Dragon Babe. That was our lovely Dragon Babe, and which y'all don't know. I don't know if y'all know this. Dragon Babe off the camera in real life, she's not that hot. She's not as hot as she is in real life. Obviously, she's a smoke show on the show, but freaking during in real life on Instagram, eh, not as hot. But hey, let me tell you how she was the biggest loser. Let me tell you how she was. First, she loses Jorah, her knight in shining armor, the guy who's over the hills in love with her, would do anything for her. He falls in battle for her, so she loses him. Then she loses her second dragon, loses her second dragon, so she's over to. And then her best friend, Miss Sunday, dies. Rest in peace, babe. You have the hottest body on the show. I'm probably going to have to re-watch the episodes of You Get Naked before I go to sleep tonight just because I miss you so much. So she loses her best friend, too. And then she's losing John. I don't think her and John are in, end up together because he's. Fi- I'm feeling like they're losing track of each other. And then she's losing the throne. She's losing the throne. So she's 0 for 5 with like 9 Ks. Somehow Dragon Babe is 0 for 5 and has 9 Ks and 5 ABs, which is absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. And then we got then we got Arya showing that she has the good good. Arya showing she has the good good. She loses her V card the previous episode. And then you know what Gendry does? Gendry proposes to her. Gendry proposes to a babe after he bangs her once. Arya shuts her down. Shuts shuts him down hard. But that was absolutely wild. 
And I still can't get over the drinking game. Sartirian brings out Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever makes an appearance in Game of Thrones. It was a, it was a knockoff version of Never Have I Ever. If y'all don't get that, the, during the first scene, celebrating the victory over the, the Battle of the Dead, Tyrion has the brings up Never Have I Ever. And he says, never have I ever been a virgin. Is basically what he said to Lady Brienne. And she gets up and has to walk and take a drink. You know, you know, and that's the that's line I use all the time on my buddy A-Rap. I say, hey, A, I say, hey, never have I ever been a, never, I'm not a virgin right now. And then boom, A-Rap has to drink because he's a virgin. That's just what happens. It's what happens when you get pinned. It's what happens when you get pinned. And that was a wild episode. And I'm still anticipating heavily the Hound versus the Mountain. I think that battle is going to be the greatest ever. I don't know what's going to take place, but we still have two great episodes. It's been a disappointing season, but there's still two episodes left to make up to it. I think the writers of Game of Thrones are going to prove that this is one of the greatest shows of all time. So everybody hang on tight because it's going to be great. Let's keep her rolling, my dudes and the babes of the world. We have a quick episode for y'all today. Let's go to the, one of my favorite segments, the Reek of the Week. Let's see who made a fool of himself and goes no other to one of my good friends, Mr. Alston Bradford, a.k.a. A-Rab, a.k.a. Backwards K. Bradford. Let's see what he did this weekend to earn this title. And honestly, let's start with it. First off, he thinks whales are better than goldfish. We're talking about the snack here. Talking about the snack, whales are better than goldfish. Are you kidding me? Goldfish are 20 times better than whales. Goldfish are like are like Alabama and whales are like freaking, I don't know, Jackson State. I mean, the comparison is, and, and there's no comparison. And my man thinks that whales are better than goldfish. What? You gotta be kidding me. That's absolutely insane. Do not think that whales are better than goldfish because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And what else did Backwards K. Bradford pull off this week? He jinxed the no-hitter of the dogs. He pulls a big jinx of the no-hitter, texting, letting people know about the no-hitter was taking place. And sure enough, what happens? Dogs give up a hit. I know we end up winning 4-0, but he gave up a no-hitter. I haven't seen a no-hitter in dogs play it. Never. I've never seen one. And backwards came Bradford. Jinx the no-hitter, which is why you're this week's Reek of the Week, Mr. Austin Bradford, a.k.a. Rab. So take a lap for being this week's Reek of the Week, my friend. All right, my dudes and babes of the world. Let's go into our last segment of the day. Yes, it's a quick episode I have for y'all. Busy week I have. 
Well, let's go into our last segment, Bend the Knee. Let's go into this week's predictions, where I am 34-14-1 on SEC Weekend Predictions. It's not bad. It's right at average. But it's about to get great because we're about to go 7-0 on the weekend. Let's hop right into it, baby. Let's get right into it. We got Vandy hosting Missouri. And Vandy's playing so good right now. Missouri's got some good pitching. I think he's going to give them trouble. So I think they're going to sneak one in. I'm going to say Vandy takes two or three here. Vandy two or three for Missouri. And then we got Georgia at Auburn. Georgia at Auburn. This is my upset pick. I have Auburn taking two or three from Georgia. Georgia's coming off a sweep over Florida. I think Auburn's going to take two or three at home versus Georgia. So I got Auburn here. Then we got Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee at Florida. Florida desperately needs a series. They're playing for their pro season. So I'm saying Florida takes two or three from Tennessee. UF over Tennessee here. Then I got Kentucky at the Cox. Kentucky traveling to South Carolina. A big matchup here. You know, we got... We're trying... You know, they're battling for Hoover here. Battling for Hoover. Who's going to make it? Who's not going to make it? And at home, I'm going to give the advantage to the Cox. I'm going to Cox. I'm going to take two or three from Kentucky here. And then move on to the Hogs take hosting the LSU Tigers. Arkansas red hot, smoking hot, 17-7. Just one game back of Vandy for the SEC lead. But, hey, I'm going LSU taking two or three on the road at Arkansas. I know Arkansas has been hot. But, hey, I'm going with the Tigers here. I'm going with the Tigers. I'm saying it's going to be a letdown weekend for the Hogs, so I'm going LSU here. Then we got A&M traveling to Bama. A&M at Bama. I got A&M taking two or three on the road at Tuscaloosa. I think Bama's going to take one. Bama usually takes one here. Bama's not that bad of a squad. They usually take one. I know the dogs swept them, but I think Bama's good for one here. I think Bama is good for one and then let's go to our last weekend prediction. The dogs at the Rev. The battle of Swayze. What a weekend it's going to be. Both are second in the SEC West. Just a couple games back. Both have a very good chance of winning the SEC outright regular season. If things can happen for them. And it's going to be electrifying. It's going to be a great weekend. A great weekend. Ole Miss has graduation this weekend. The crowd is going to be insane. Swayze Phil, I think Swayze is going to have record-setting, record-setting crowds this weekend. I really do think it's going to be record crowds in Oxnasty, Mississippi. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be there. I have a, I have a buddy's engagement party has to take place. My boy Matt Thomas. My man with the plane, one of my great friends. I can't wait to celebrate him and his lovely fiance Jacqueline. It's going to be a great time. But hey, back to the dogs at T-Sun this weekend. And listen, the dogs are 11-2 versus the Rebs in their past 13. That's right. Y'all heard me correctly. 11-2 and 
And honestly, I think that continues. I think that continues here. You know what the Rebs, Ole Miss's T-Suns, you know what T-Suns kryptonite is? It's Jake Mangum. They can't handle the Mangum. They can't handle the all-time hit leader in the SEC, which is why I'm saying the Dogs are going to go to Axe Nasty and sweep the Rebs. I think this is a good matchup for the Dogs. I think this is a perfect matchup for the Dogs. I think we overmatched them. I think I think the offenses are about equal. I give us the advantage just for this year. I know Ole Miss has in the past has been hitting their uh this this roster, this uh recruiting class has hit it better in the past, but this year alone I like our I like our offense. I like our offense this year and Obviously, pitching staff, the advantage is the dogs. You got Ethan Small, JT Ginn, and Peyton Plumley, Plum Souls, who's absolutely been lights out in the past couple of weeks. I like our advantage here. I'm saying dogs sweep the Rebs. That's right. Dogs sweep the Rebs. And Mango proves his record versus the Rebs to 14 and 2, which is absolutely insane. The dogs have owned the Rebs the past few years. And I keep that. I think that uh, will keep on going. So, hey, I appreciate y'all listening to this week's Son of the Pets. I'm sorry it was a short, quick episode. But, hey, appreciate y'all listening, and I'll see you next week, fools.